me and the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. Yeah, man, on a mission from God. It's Aaron, Dave, and Patrick will jump in a little later for the Rock Salt Musecast experience. We're putting the band back together. Forget it. Don't wait. We're on a mission from God. And we have a very special guest this week. Speaking of putting the band back together. Me and Elwood. Putting the band back together. Ma'am, you got to understand that this is a lot bigger than any domestic problems you might be experiencing. Would it make you feel any better if you knew that what we're asking Matthew to do is a holy thing? You see, we're on a mission from God. Do you want a drum roll for this one, uh, Aaron? Oh, yeah, if you got a drum roll. Here, let me, let me get that for you. Okay. All the way from back in the 80s, we welcome White Cross on the Rock Salt Musecast Experience. Yeah, man, we got Rex Carroll and Dave Roberts from White Cross. 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. And we're getting ever closer to the date of going crabbing. Yes. Looking forward to that. Lord works in mysterious ways. Yep. Strike up the band, Sal. Oh. Well, All maybe right. you record another video where I don't make a fool of myself dancing. Or whatever you want to call it. That's a great video. Uh, yeah, you know. I have to it, post it again now that uh, you brought uh, it up. Uh, it's, uh... It, the, the beat, how we call that? In the eye of the beholder or whatever that's called? I don't know what you're trying to say there. Okay. But, okay. <laughs> beauty, no, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Oh, is there that what you were trying to say? Yeah, that's what I'm All right. Say. Well, uh, it's pretty uneventful right now. It's kind of chilly out in Sacramento. It's about 70 degrees. And when I say chilly, I mean not hot. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, what else we, oh, it's Memorial Day weekend. Make sure you observe Memorial Day weekend. Thank the hard-working men and women that uh, sacrifice themselves so that you can live in this country. I guess I, I piece that together eloquently enough. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. Remember uh, those who uh, have fallen um, for our liberty. Yeah, it's a far better way of saying it than I did. But, yes, you get it. There it is. I love that bass line from Sal right there. Oh, oh yes. It's kind of Steve Taylor-ish, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> it's, you know what? It sounds like um, the teacher one that he does. What's that teacher song that he does? You know the one about the uh, uh, throw the teacher at the window? Oh. Lifeboat. Lifeboat. That's the one. It sounds like Lifeboat. All right. Zap. All right. Uh, I was just waiting for the zap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this. Uh, what are we going to start off with here, Aaron? Do you know? Well, we're going to have our guest. Oh, uh, song-wise. <laughs> hey, welcome to yeah. the show. Hey, we're going to stop off with the, we're going to start off with the Striper song because uh, we're going to go see him uh, next Friday, and so uh, we're going to start off with the um, Striper song from the new album. All right, something from Striper coming up. 
uh, the Rock Salt Musecast experience. Rock Salt Musecast experience. This is, yes, Michael Sweet. Rock Salt Radio. Rock Salt Musecast experience. Aaron Dave, Patrick. ADP. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right. And our very good friends, White Cross. Our new friends, White Cross in the house. <laughs> All right. Part of the Rock Salt family, family nation. <laughs> oh, I hate those We're here. words, but that's yeah. That's what I don't know if yeah. you want to be a part of that family, but you're yeah. you're a part of the family. <laughs> so who are the It's other- kind of a weird family. It's yeah. kind of weird, like it's like you don't mention that family in public. Yeah. yeah. You know? Now uh <laughs> who are the other two members of White Cross currently? So all right. Great job, boys. I don't have anything from Aaron in my ears at all. Okay. Did we lose Aaron again? He gone. Wow. I think he went to the grocery store to get some more Mountain Dew. <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask Aaron's question. Who else is in the band currently? I So I'm Rex Carroll. I play guitar. <laughs> and David Roberts is here. He's the lead singer. And we also have uh, Michael Fian on the drums. And Benny Ramos is the bass player. And, um, you know, especially from our early days, we went through a lot of personnel changes, right? Uh, Mike came in the band around uh, 1990. He came in. So he's been with us since 1990. And then in 2000, you know, some of you know that uh, I was not with the band from 1994 until 2000. There was a six-year hiatus for me. Um, I came back and so we have what I refer to as the classic lineup, uh, the group that's actually been together the most amount of time was, was since the year 2000 when it's myself, Mike, Benny, and now David since, uh, what, like 2019, 2020, right when the pandemic was in full swing. That's when uh, Brother Dave came in, and we've just been rocking and rolling ever since. And now we're working on a new album. So here oh, you nice. Go. And uh, was was COVID kind of the catalyst for White Cross to you know get back together, so to speak? Because it doesn't no. it doesn't sound like you no. guys really broke up or anything like that. It's just hiatus. Uh well, we haven't had any new music since in well over 20, 25 years. Uh, and that had more to do with the situation with the difficulties of myself and Scotty, the, uh, you know, the original singer. Uh, and Scotty, as, as we've all acknowledged, is an iconic singer and was a great singer in his time. And he's kind of winded down. Um, he's not really doing much anymore. So uh, the band has continued on and, and uh, had just coming across David the way we did was just a, a tremendous blessing. So now we're like revitalized and refueled and restocked and reloaded and we're, we're ready for it. So new music is just like, it's like a natural byproduct. Is it just like pouring right out of you now, writing songs and stuff like that? Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And, like- um, well, the, the, the songs that we have on the new record are 
some uh for me personally i think there's some of the best things that i've come up with and um i just i love the way it's sounding and you know i i don't know what else i could say there's there's uh there's like some more diversity on this album it's like there's a certain amount of you know i wanted to stay true to our roots because i know people think of white cross they think there's a certain sound that they want to hear expect to hear so we wanted to deliver on that and then uh there's a couple of acoustic numbers and some things that are just um you know pushing the envelope a little bit i think every album i want to do things that are familiar and i also want to introduce new elements as well so can you hear me so um during no. the writing process you you guys had that you said like 20 years since new music so for the writing process, do you just have stuff like you're pulling out from a from a catalog that you've written during the uh, downtime, or are you guys writing all new stuff where everybody's completely involved in the whole writing process? Uh, yes, um, and yes, <laughs> and um, I don't know. I mean, Dave has has written some uh, interesting lyrics that he's just kind of had, and I and I've encouraged him to. It's like, hey, man, you know, whenever you got something, send it my way. And sometimes it resonates with a guitar riff and sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes, like uh, one of the songs we're working on right now is called Wishing Well. It'll be on the new record. Uh, I actually had those lyrics and I sat on them for a couple of years. And then one day I just pulled them out and boom, there was like I could hear the uh, like the chords and the melody and the music and all that. And then it fit. And so we just, uh, we're always, you know, when you're a musician, you're always writing, you're always coming up with your next thing. Now, uh, I might be prying a little bit too deep right here. Um, uh, you can evade the question or not. Now, is there a tentative release date for said new album? There sure is. It's called... Uh, called None see. Your Business, Patrick. Shut up. <laughs> it's called WWR. Whenever we're ready. <laughs> we get that answer a lot from uh, bands on this show. When's the next album coming out? When it's well, ready? you know, if you don't, if you don't mind me complaining a little bit, it's like, uh, you know, people don't pay for albums anymore. Yeah. Record companies, you know, in the old days. Oh, we're going in the studio in June. There should be a new record out by October. As you know, there's like, you got six weeks in the studio and you have a, Totally pro studio. You've got an engineer, producer, studio interns, assistants, budget, you know. <laughs> budget, that's the big one. Lots of help from the label. You know, that's like what the record label was supposed to do back in the old days. And, uh, of course, they had many more ways of, um, of uh, obfuscating the royalty reports as well also. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's a mixed blessing. But so nowadays, it all you want to make a record, great, go make a record. It's like you figure it out on your own by yourself. There's you're not going to get any help from anybody. So that's that's where Very it is true. now. Yeah, I'm walking in those shoes, Rex. I don't know if Dave wants to comment on that or not, but well, that's my that's my take on it. Go ahead. That's absolutely the truth. I mean, you know. You got to do it your own, you know, you got to, you got to take care of everything yourself. And then, uh, you know, and then when it's released, you know, if you have, you know, distribution and the people dig it, then, you know, 
the shows will come and the rest of it will fall into place, you know, but uh, the process to get to that point is where we're at right now. Um, all the drum tracks have been laid. The bass parts have been laid. Uh, most of the guitar tracks, I would say, have been laid. And so just got to do the vocal tracks, uh, finish them up in Nashville, hopefully, Lord willing. And um, it's a matter of mixing and getting it, getting it released. So I think it'll be out this year, personally. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm a positive thinker, but and I, you know, I have all the faith that we're on the right path. What uh, you know, God wants us to do, and so, you know, you can't have anybody better on your side than that. You know, right? Uh, I have faith in all of it. I really do. Now, you know, with the technology the way it is, and and what's happened to the record industry with the labels and everything, and everything streaming now, and all. Do you find uh, that it is more conducive to being creative now more than, say, back in the late 80s, early 90s? Or was there more creativity with all those people around and a record company that you had to appease and that sort of thing? You know what? I love the fishbowl. Oh, you do? I love it. You do? I love, I love, the, I love the pressure. I love... I, I more than anything else in the world, I love being with my guys. I love being with my band. That's like that's part of my family, and um, and I love the fans. I love the moments. You know, I love this. I love the studio. I love the camaraderie. I love it. You know, like when the the higher the expectations. You know, I love those moments. It's kind of like, you know, you got guys who play great in practice and then they they disappear on game day and you got guys who show up in, at the games. And I, I love showing up at practice and I love showing up in the game. Yeah. And the bigger the stage, Amen. the bigger the stage, the more I love it. Let's talk. That, that's just speaking for myself. Let's talk about the stage for a minute because I haven't seen you guys live, but I have heard that seeing White Cross is quite the spectacle. Is, is that an accurate statement? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, I'll be totally honest with you guys. We 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 were we were pretty pretty lame when we started out back in 1987. We didn't have a clue. Uh, it took many years, but we worked at it. We worked at it. We worked at it. We pulled ourselves up by the bootstraps, and now we're a bunch of old farts. So we don't jump around as much as we used to, but um, I don't know. We put on a great show and the, the, the band is like, you know, like every time we've played together has been better than the last. So that's awesome um, to hear. Yeah. I love the, uh, I love this uh, immortal fest that we have coming up in um, September. That's going to be amazing. And, and where is immortal yeah, fest at? Versailles, Ohio, at the BMI Center. It's online. You can check it out. And, and what's that called, Patrick? Is that the sales or the Vers? I'm in Kentucky, David. So <laughs> they, mean, they pronounce Ohio sales. I mean, France. I think it's Versailles or whatever. It's Versailles. Okay, but in, in Ohio, they pronounce it Versailles. Okay, because everything is for sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, ain't that the truth? Let's come back and do one more break with the boys from White Cross. And uh, this is the Rock Salt Musecast experience. 
Rocksoft Musecast Experience with Aaron, Dave, Patrick, and Jermaine on a mission from God. Rocksoft Musecast Experience, Aaron, Dave, Patrick. Day of audio issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get some. Yeah, get some. <laughs> get some audio issues. <laughs> and our uh, very good new friends, White Cross, Rex Carroll, Dave Roberts, welcome to the show again. And as Thank Pat- you. Patrick would say, welcome to the circus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rock Thanks for having the circus. There has definitely been as a, a, a ghost in the machine, as one of you mentioned for this entire interview. There's like something that doesn't want this interview to happen. No, this is like, this whole thing has been like a trip to Walmart on welfare day. It has been, it is, it has been a nightmare. It's, yeah. it's bad. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, you know, come back another time guys. And uh, I promise it'll go. Uh, well, I can't promise, but I hope it'll go better. <laughs> We'd be happy to come back for sure. Well, uh, yeah. You know, uh, uh, Aaron's mic, for some reason, was muted all through the last break, so I know he's got some questions for you, and I'm just going to let it let Aaron run away with it. Well, I just want to know on the new album, well, there was always something iconic on the White Cross albums. Uh, Rex, you did an instrumental, every single album. Um, uh, my favorite being the one on uh, Triumph Return, uh, but is that going to be on the new album too? Are we going to see something uh, instrumental like before? Uh, it's one thing I would never break faith. Okay. With, with the fans about that. That's like, that is a, that's just a, that's just a thing that you, you don't mess with that. It's like buying Cracker Jacks and not getting the toy surprise. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I mean, Let's, you, you know, you want to share the name? You want to share the name of the song? Uh, yeah, I forget what is it called. I can't remember what it's called. I thought that was the name of the song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, uh, just totally mess with Michael your fans. Just totally mess with your fans, Rex, and I forget yeah. that's the name of the song. Uh, it's, it's it's iconic as usual. I know you can't hear this, but. but- I, I see your fingers working the fretboard, though. Oh, yeah. Rex has his guitar in hand. Something like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to buy the record. I uh, I was listening to... I was listening to uh, the first album today, and um, I, I was listening to the, the... to you working the guitar... I'm trying to I was trying to look up the name of the the song and I can't remember the name of the song. I'm really bad with names. Uh, Must be something in the water. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it's it's uh, uh what was the you have an acoustic one on on the first one, right? Uh your acoustic, mind. I mean solo one. Yes. Okay. Nagasaki. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. I was like, wow. You, you know, it's one thing when you listen to uh some of these bands when you're a kid and you go mm-hmm. Uh, I I'm thinking of like Mr. Big right now. I I saw Mr. Big live and I went, eh, eh, they're pretty good. And that dude's got f- leather fringe hanging from his guitar. It makes no sense to me, but whatever. It's totally over the top. 
Hey, uh, they were amazing. Mr. Big is an amazing band. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. and then I, I go. You would love what? I love the singer too. For yeah. That band. Oh yeah. Absolutely. He, he had a great love, voice. Love yeah. the whole band: guitar, bass, drum, yeah. singer, right down the line. Everybody's great. In they, that band. Yeah. they are all yeah. great. And uh, I'm a new fan of Paul Gilbert within the last few years because I started uh, checking him out on YouTube, and I was just like, "Wow, I don't remember him being this great." But I think that uh, you know, you all started out with a great foundation, but people don't remember that you've also this has been your job for 25 30 years so you should mm -hmm. get better over time but uh you would you think to, you one would think yeah. right but you had to start with some some seed of greatness to begin with as far as talent goes and 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 mastering the guitar well um success is is 10% inspiration and 90% perspiration. <laughs> so longevity, you know, there's, there's, there's brilliant, brilliantly talented individuals all the time. And you see them, they zoom up and then like a big firework in the sky, they explode. And uh, some of them go on to join the, uh, the 27 club with, uh, you know, mm -hmm. Jim Morrison and Jimi Hendrix and some of those people. And then some of them just, you know, like they make a big shot and then they fade away. And then other people, you know, there's bands and artists that have been around, you know, like year after year and decade after decade. And they just work. They keep they keep at it. And, um, you know, like it kind of goes to uh, what we were talking about before. It's like I love being with my band and there's nothing better than being in that fishbowl. I love the fishbowl. Yeah. So, it, so well, when you're driven by that, we, you know, we love that. We love that. And so we keep, we keep working at it. It's just, it is, it's just, it's your personality. It's, it's who we are and it's what we do. And it shines through too. I mean, when you're, when you're really devoted to it, it's not just a, you know, a side gig for you or something you're doing because mm -hmm. you just enjoy it, you know, hobby like stuff. No. And when you're actually like, this is who you are, man, that, that part mm -hmm. shows through in the music um the new so on spotify you got fear no evil which is the new single but it's kind of a yeah. it's kind of a mini ep right it's got three songs on it man in the mirror and fear no evil as well yeah the, well Lina judah last last year we really felt a very strong need you know uh people need to be able to hear something with uh david's voice on it so that was the only thing that we had was it's like, well, we're we're working on the new album, but in light of the fact that that's going to take some time till that comes out, what can we put out quickly just so people can get a taste of what they can expect with David uh, behind the microphone? So we had these pre-production, you know, songs that are just their um, yeah. Like so, like some of the guitars are computer amp simulated guitars. They're not like recorded through real guitar amps with microphones and things like that. So everything is not uh, the final sound. You know, the sound, the final sound will change a little bit, hopefully for the better uh, on the finished version. But uh, we wanted to just put something out and it's like, okay, these three songs that we have are close enough that we could just put them out. 
if we would have had another song um, developed enough, we might have put out another song. But as it was, we have this little three song disc. Kind of a teaser. Yeah, a teaser. Exactly. Just uh, something to whet the appetite. Here it is. Nice. Awesome. It's, you know, with the incredible artwork from uh, Wendell Wright and, um, you know, it's got a little back cover. It's, it's, you know, it's, uh, and it's, it's kind of a limited edition. They, they, they pressed us a, a specific number and then once they're gone, they're gone. And if we have any left over at the end, uh, we'll just hang on to them and then we'll do something with them for an auction or, or something, you know, we'll, we'll let them all out, but, um, you know, there's not that many that are left. So, so get it so while you can. New, new al- yeah, get it while you can. And the new album is coming. Perfect. It's it's titled When We're Ready. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right, brother. And it's got that so, it's got that song called uh Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, the one that goes, um, yeah, all right. Oh, that one. <laughs> You know, it's crazy. It's crazy because all musicians, all musicians are that way. And we look at each other. Dave, tell me if I'm wrong in this. We look at each other in rehearsals. We go, oh, yeah, that, you know, the one that, um, yeah, I know which one you're thinking of. Yeah, uh, how yeah. You go? I don't know. We just, yeah, the one so that goes true. like, duh, duh, duh. Yeah, that we, one. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, some great guys on last week, a band called Ritual Servant. And uh, they sound like Metallica. They're very good. Uh, I really enjoyed having them on. All their albums are like these Latin names. And I didn't ask them this question, but I really wanted to, which was uh, being a DJ for 17 years. Are you guys just playing jokes on the DJs when you make up these album names or song titles that we can't pronounce? (laughs) I mean, is that the gig? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I figured. Um, Marketing. What's that? Marketing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hey, uh, you're in a, uh, a a Zeppelin tribute band. There's a, the, an argument all the time on Jermaker, on the song Jermaker, because a lot of people call it Dire Maker, and I was always taught it was Jermaker. What's the correct pronunciation of, of the song? Uh, uh, I'll answer. Rex, what do you think about that question? I think that that's a... I don't have an answer for that. I don't even know how to pronounce one tongue right. You know, the one tongue song. I'm like, okay, you know, I got in trouble for this, you know, because we're in the, you know, life right now with the woke people. And I'm sorry if I'm out of line going here, but, you know, I I, I used to tell jokes when I was, uh, you know, like sometimes guitarist has to uh, tune his guitar or something, you know, and I tell jokes in between and uh, I, actually had a sold out show in Dallas and uh, I ended up getting blackballed being, being accused of being a racist because I, you know, I was just telling some, you know, like one time, the one time song, you know? And there's this uh, female comedian called Angela Johnson who does this nail salon joke. And I set the joke up, you know, I was like, uh, so has anybody heard of Angela Johnson, the Hispanic, uh, Comedian, she does that nail joke. Like, Honey, why you, why you, you want Creole jail for your nail? <laughs> oh, I've you seen know, that one. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> so I told that joke anyway. Ended up getting blackballed and <laughs> for for that, you know. So yeah. anytime there's any questionable uh, 
Just avoid it at all costs. I, I just, I just passed. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me go ahead. I'm going to help you out, uh, Mr. Roberts, and and just go ahead and confirm Dave's uh, Dave's theory uh, about Jamaica. That that just came from people in Kentucky, us rednecks here, because we can't say Jamaica. So it's just, <laughs> hey man, we're going to travel over to Jamaica and we're gonna we're gonna play this tag on Led Zeppelin and we're gonna rock out. So don't you tread on me, boy. We're gonna rock out Jamaica. Woo! I'm, I'm sure oh, that man. must have been it. I'm yeah. sure that. I always thought it. it was Dire Maker myself, but to, to answer your question, I thought it was Dire Maker. Yeah. See, and but, and I know. mean nobody's gonna nobody's gonna come to fisticuffs over it, but. Uh, when yeah. I hey, you come to my neck well, of the woods, you come to my neck of the woods. We're fighting over it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have a PBR in one hand and a, and a, and a, and brass knuckles in the other. It's Jamaica, uh, you California liberal. Yeah, Jamaica, I got it. As long as we Thank can God go, we don't do that song. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as long as uh, as long as we can go mud bogging afterwards. Not in my town, yeah. boy. Not. In- <laughs> you ain't welcome here. Hey Rex, I did have a question for you as a guitar player. Um, I, I understand that a lot of it just comes to you, and and you know it's just playing around on the guitar. Does it? In my time of playing guitar, and I'm not a good guitar player at all, uh, but when I was really into it, I always had it with me, sitting. You know, I'd be sitting there watching TV and just trying something out or. Is that the way it is with you? And then you you come across something, and you go, "Well, oh, that's really good. I'm going to keep that, and maybe that'll make the next album." See this little device here? This yep. is this is called an iPad, <laughs> and there's there's a little app right here on it. Looks like this. It's a free app. It's called Voice Record Pro, and it is faster than a cassette tape. You like. I carry the iPad with me everywhere. And when I have an idea of a vocal melody, something I want to hum into a microphone, or if I have a guitar handy, all ideas have to be recorded and documented immediately. Because if you, oh, I'll do it tomorrow morning. I'm too tired. I'm going to bed. It'll be gone. Yeah. I learned that. Oh, um, yeah. Sure. So, or if you're driving in the car, you got to, and then you know and you can and i i talk notes out loud to myself and uh there's that crazy weird rex dude he's talking to himself again (laughs) Um, so you know but the when when you get an idea you have to run with it it's a it's a what do you call it it's a mandatory thing it's like you're required it's part of the job you know you get it as a creative you get an idea. It is. It's your. It's your sworn duty. It's your pledge that you. Okay. You know. Get it down, and then work on it, and get some lyrics going, and get it over to Dave, and then get. And it's cool because Dave's got a little recording studio out back, and um, and um, you know, we get things done, and we get ideas across, and uh, we get. That's how we write songs together, and that's a. That's how we do it. I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys are like me, but sometimes I go back through my voice memos and I'm so embarrassed about what I laid down. I just want to set my (laughs) phone on fire. It's like, Oh Oh, yeah. What were you thinking? Oh yeah. Well, you know, the thing is you layer up, like you just let it go for a few months. And after like four months, 
you go through and you listen to things. Oh, I don't even, I don't even remember this. And like, where did that come from? Like, oh, geez, that was garbage, 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 delete, 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 delete. And then, and then like, what's, wait a minute, what's this? Oh, that sounds kind of interesting. Oh, maybe I could work on that one. So, you know, that's how things get started. Yeah, there's 10 deletes. Yeah, sometimes for, I have to go every... back through like like the morning after to make sure I didn't share it with somebody. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. wait, 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 wait. No! Yes, because we always get random texts from Patrick going, what do you think of this? <laughs> <laughs> so is it so is it hard playing the guitar driving and operating the ipad all at one time <laughs> well, i used to I, years ago i worked for a print shop and i had uh i had a clipboard and uh with notes on it and two cell phones and packages and i'd be answering both cell phones this is a true story i'm not exaggerating and i'm not making it up and, you know, sometimes you'd be driving down the road and I get a call. Hey, Rex, uh, you know, go over to such and such. Like, you can just do a U-turn, like right wherever you're at. And, you know, so I practice. <laughs> you know, we've got practice makes perfect. We, we've got songs that we did uh, demos on that, you know, are not going to even make the album. So that's oh, yeah. that's kind of cool, too. Rex is Rex is constantly writing. And there's, you know, and they're all really good in my opinion. And but there's stuff that, you know, well, this one's better than that one, so that one take goes low down low on the totem pole, you know. So we, well, I got to say, White Cross has been very, Rex has been very uh, patient, you know, with this album. Um, you know, he has told me he wants this to be the best album, White Cross album ever. And so we've been very patient, and you know, we've written a lot of songs that nobody's going to hear that won't make it to the album. Well, and, there, uh, Rex is constantly writing. There's constantly. always the box set. The box set. Yeah. 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 That's where all the, well, this one's going to be is. like, the, this one's going to be like the white album anyway, because there's going to be a lot of songs on this album. Well, you've been saving up for a long time. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I got a, in all seriousness, you got this, uh, uh, you know, voice memo thing and, and you're, you're laying down all these ideas uh, do you ever go, Hey, wait a minute, this idea, this little riff will go good with this one and start to piece together a song from all the different little ideas you, you came up with over time or is that absolutely, how it works? Ah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. You have a thing yeah. that you think was all, Oh, this was great by itself. And then you get another idea like three months later and you go back to the, to the first thing you had and you start cannibalizing yeah. it and it's like, yeah. okay, well. You know, it's the way the cookie crumbles. So you've never, oh, yeah. you never lost your love for what you do. No, no, it's like it's like breathing air or drinking yeah. water. You know, it's just it's that's the world we live in. Gotcha. Well, I could go on for hours, as you said, you could go on for four hours, but we've already gone on for well over an hour. Uh, I would like both of you guys to come back again, if you don't mind, especially when I've got all my technical difficulties worked out. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, we'd love to come back. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Rex? Yeah, well, you know, I'll look at my busy schedule and I'll see if we can accommodate <laughs> yeah. 
I, I noticed I hadn't gotten a response from Rex. So, Dave, you're yeah, our office. <laughs> our, our office would get back to you shortly on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, uh, "Yeah, man, that'd be that'd be great." Where you Rex know. goes, I go. All right. Well, he, he said he'd call Aaron. <laughs> Hey, thanks for coming on, guys. And uh, all right, guys. And and honestly, thank you for the new music. There's going to be so many White Cross fans that are so excited out there. Oh yeah, this uh, I I can't wait for people to hear this. I think it's some of our best songs that we've ever done. And uh, we always there's an uh, internal ethic that we have in the band that everything that you're working on needs to be the best thing that you've ever done. Right and. There's, Always, there is definitely a growth in uh, in this album or in the three songs that that are on Spotify currently. Uh, yeah, there's definitely growth, but uh, still, eh, no doubt that it's White Cross. Yeah, so that's right. There you go. Yeah, it's a great. Uh, well, it's going to be a great album when you release it. The three songs that are out are fantastic. Thank you. Oh, good. Thank Thanks you guys. So oh, uh, where can people reach you? Um, well, we're working on a website, which is, uh, I'm not sure if it's out yet. So just for the moment, um, look for our, uh, our Facebook page. And, uh, we also have a little, uh, there's a white cross warriors. I know that that's like a group on Facebook. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if our website page is up and running yet or not. Pro one of the problems that we've had is is uh we've been ripped off so many times over the years by people who oh i'm going to create web content for you guys yeah. and us being you know uh non-technical people you know like for example uh my name rexcarroll.com was has been taken away uh there's a guy who's got the domain and he renews it every year and uh and he won't give it back and he's yeah. not doing anything with it so because yeah, he wants you to pay you know, yeah, and there's things, uh, we've had various versions of whitecross.com. You know, we started out with that. Uh, and at the time, the internet was kind of a new thing, and we were slow to catch on. So we didn't know about things like domain registration and right. and renewal fees and things like that. So, you know, so we've lost a lot of things. So we're, it seems like we're always rebuilding the web page. Well, so... <laughs> That'll be back. You know, you think that musicians might be kind of flaky. Uh, in my experience, computer guys way flakier than musicians. <laughs> right. Well, computer guys write the algorithms. Yeah. They're, they they have the mic, as I would say. That the rest of us have to live by. So Right. So. Hey, All right. Well, God bless you guys, man. Thank Thanks you, for having us. Thank you so it's much. A, it's an honor for us and a privilege. So. Uh, you know, we and we love our fans, and we can't we can't wait to get out and play live for you guys, and um, you know, have new music for you and everything else. And we really appreciate all your support over the years that it's been, and we're really just so excited about keep pushing ahead with new projects. Yeah, so it's all it's all great, and we love you guys. We love you, and Amen. and uh, Thank you. I I got two other things I want to jump jam in here real quick. Uh, jam them in. Jam them in. Dave, you're in the Zeppelin tribute band. What's it called again? Uh, the Zeppelin tribute. The Zeppelin tribute. Oh, I had it. I had yeah. it. See, a name I can remember. Yeah. Um, and yeah. uh, uh, you're playing some shows coming up, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm at, 
actually had a show in Missouri right now. We had a show last night. Going to do another one tonight. And then I've got to go back to Dallas to do one tomorrow. But, uh, and then it's, uh, then I'm working on uh, my studio stuff to visit with Rex. Uh, we're going to be in Tennessee uh, recording the vocals uh, with John Landry in, uh, in Tennessee to finish up the vocals for this new White Cross album. Fantastic. Fantastic. And Aaron, being just a major White Cross fan, you didn't get to talk a lot. Do you have anything to add? Uh, no, I'm just looking looking forward to the uh, instrumental project that's going to be on the new album, and I look forward to the new album. And and, and definitely since I, I, the only time I got to see uh, White Cross live, again, like today, uh, uh, had technical problems. The, <laughs> the venue had technical problems, and they did a little acoustic set, which I was grateful for, um, but I didn't get to see the full uh, stage presence and all that. And so I'm looking forward to seeing the new guys um, live, um, whether it be in the in in the south or in the in the west. Uh, I hope you guys tour. Um, uh, we had another iconic uh, older Christian band um, on about three months ago called Pillar. Um, yeah. So maybe you guys can do something together. I know you guys probably know each other, and uh, maybe that would be something we would see. So. Um, I did find you can go to Dark Star Records to yeah, find out yes. more information about White Cross's uh, um, album and see their video and all that. And so, mm -hmm, for uh, sure. And, and so, go to um, those interested to, for the new uh, White Cross stuff. Go to Dark Star Records. Dot net. Dot net. Dot net. Yep. All right. Th yep. Thank you, guys. We love you. All right, guys. Love all you guys. Right. Have a okay. good show tonight. Well, yeah, and uh, we'll talk talk at you soon. Yeah, all, all right. right. God bless you guys. Right. Bye bye. All right, bye. Hey, hang on the line. Rocksaw Musecast Experience <laughs> with Aaron, Dave, Patrick, and Jermaine on a mission from God. Hey, this is Aaron from Rocksaw Musecast Experience. During our recent White Cross interview, we experienced some technical difficulties, but we're able to put together a bonus audio segment just for you from our Zoom call. Here it is. Enjoy. Rock Salt Musecast Experience. Aaron, Dave, Patrick. Finally an ADP. <laughs> we made it. Oh, yes, we did. Another week down is Memorial Day weekend. And we got some uh, special guests today. Mr. Rex Carroll and David from David White Roberts. Cross. David Roberts. Thank David you. Roberts. From White Cross. Greetings. Greetings, Earthlings. Um, I don't know if I would designate. I don't know if I designate the Earth Earthling moniker to to Mr. Peril or Eric Brindley <laughs> after what we witnessed here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we survived audio problems. We're all good now. Yeah. So, so Rex, you are <laughs> Rex, you sure. are uh, in uh, location unknown with your uh, submarine uh, made out of brick from the back yeah. of there. <laughs> They were just asking me where I was located. Uh, oh. I'm in my I'm in my studio north of Chicago. Okay. okay. All right. Which, for all intents and purposes, may very well is might as well be the North Pole. <laughs> You're having because it is it is Santa. basically it is basically winter like for six months out of the year. So are you is having, it really? Yeah. Are you are you are you having why, why anybody would want to live here is 
truly beyond me. But here I am. Are you, are you having Lori over later to scope out some new White Cross tunes? Light, Lightfoot? <laughs> uh, am I what? Are you having um, Lori Lightfoot over to scope out some new? Oh you know, yeah, no, I, new White Cross tunes. I keep her. I got her tied up. She's in a box in the other room. <laughs> Beetlejuice! 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Oh no, she showed up! Oh god! <laughs> and you guys uh, are pretty belligerent with your politics, sir. Yeah. Uh, yes, very. I am. I, I'm full transparency. Completely belligerent. Yeah, you know, uh, there's no rain and Patrick in for some reason. I ain't scared. What are you gonna do? Cancel me? I gotta somebody, be. I guess I gotta be relevant our, before you cancel me. Uh, hey, somebody I uh, called up our bio. What's that? You, somebody you, called I did. up our bio here. I did. Uh, I so I thought of this this morning. I went to uh, Chat GPT and I decided bring me up the bio for White Cross. And then I wanted to see how accurate it would be. I know this is kind of a bit that Loudwire does, but I it just occurred to me, and I thought, well, I'm going to steal that this morning. Uh, I wanted to see how accurate this bio would be with you guys on the phone. So um, I'm just going to run through it real quick. Is that okay? Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty uh, incomplete, and it's like. Uh... It looks like this bio stops after about the year 1993, but go ahead. Yeah, so uh, real fast, uh, it's from ChatGPT. White Cross was a Christian. Uh, you see, I, that's where I went. Uh, it's already wrong. Was a Christian band formed exactly. in the mid yeah formed in the mid 80s and hailed from the city of Chicago, Illinois. Group initially gained recognition for their energetic live performances, which I I heard about even back in the late eighties and early nineties that you were quite the, quite the act to see on stage. And a sound that, to comment on that. Uh, I'm going to get through the first, <laughs> first paragraph, but, and a sound that uh, blended heavy metal with elements of melodic rock white cross played a significant role in the Christian rock scene of the late eighties and early nineties, leaving a lasting impact on the genre. Yes, uh, yeah. We were, now, more, we were more docking than docking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I was working at a radio station. I wasn't really listening to a lot of Christian music in the late eighties and early nineties when you were doing it. But when I uh, came back to it in like the two thousands, I was like, Oh, I missed out on this. I had no yeah. idea that there yeah. was a Christian. I mean, there was striper. Yeah. And they had their own thing. They would kind of like, as far as like musically, I guess I would uh, align them as like a Christian iron maiden type thing, but you had that, that real sunset strip sound to you. Mm -hmm. Sure did. Yeah, I, we could just pretty much leave off of this bio here now because it's so incomplete. Okay. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we had, uh, well, you know, when Scotty, when I when I started working with Scotty, I found out, holy cow, this guy can sing as high as you want to go. Basically, there's no limits on his voice and he truly had an iconic voice. So I thought, oh man, uh, you know, before he auditioned um, for me, I was trying to nail him down to get him to sing for me was uh, took a couple of months of chasing him down and he didn't want to do it. He was scared to do it. And so he finally did it. And I was like, oh, please, God, if he can just if he can just even hold a note. Um, I could tell by the, the, the sound in his in his voice when he talks, even that people are going to love this. 
And sure enough, he could sing and he didn't even know he could sing as high as he could sing. So we had a lot of, uh, you know, in his best days, I think Scotty was a cross between, uh, for, in my mind, he was a cross between Ozzy and um, Brian Johnson. Okay. ACDC. So to me, that was, you know, so it was just like, uh, great. So we had a couple songs and, and there was the uncanny vocal resemblance to Stephen Piercy. So everybody said, oh, White Cross sounds like rat. So mm -hmm. I'm like, I was like, I'm fine with that. I don't care. I'm not trying to imitate anybody. Um, but if that's a useful, uh, that's kind of like marketing so that people can sort of get a handle on who is this band, you know, it's like they've never heard of before. So you're making a first impression on somebody and they go, oh, it sounds like rad. That's convenient, you know, so people can take that and say, okay, if you like that kind of sound, then you'll probably like this too. So it was useful. And then it kind of got, uh, we kind of got saddled with that label too. Um, I, uh, I don't think we sound anything like Rat now at all. And then, of course, fast forward many years later, and here we are with David Roberts. Um, you know, Scotty, Scotty had a great career, but he's kind of winding down a, a lot, you know. So it just kind of came time to where, where we weren't working together anymore and we were looking for somebody new. And Mike, our drummer, uh, he said, well, you got to check out Dave Roberts. So I did. And I was like, holy moly, you know, this guy is like, uh, sorry for my language there. Um, uh, when I heard it, it sounded like uh, to, to my ears, I'm thinking, well, David Coverdale. OK, so we're not going to get to that. So um, we're not um, going to get to that. I was just about to launch into uh, what a great vocalist we found with David. I know he kind of screwed the pooch on you, David. I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right, man. I was just building up, telling the story, you know. I know you hit me yeah. with Coverdale, and then you were like, "It was like, oh." Well, you know, the thing is that people, I've I've sent our music around to people, just very unscientific. Uh, so, what is our singer? What does he remind you of? Or what does he sound like to you? And I've had people come back say, some people say, "Oh, he sounds like Coverdale." Other people say. It kind of reminds me of uh, Ronnie Dio. And I'm like, yeah. And then some other people, I don't really hear it, but a, but a couple of people have said to me, kind of reminds me of Jeff Tate and uh, a little bit of Sammy Hagar. So I'm like, okay, so if if you could have uh, Coverdale, Dio, Sammy Hagar, and Jeff Tate and all those guys make uh make a, an amalgamation of all those voices and it comes nice out word. sounding like dave like gee whiz you know that's uh that's pretty good company Absolutely. to be in that's a great list you know, to be dave, on, dave is very he's very bluesy which i like because dave and i come from the same dave would you say we come from the same uh musical background of things that we Absolutely. both listen to and things that we both yes. like. Absolutely. Yeah. Our, our interests, musical interests are right in line with each other. Yeah. So, you sure. know, songwriting wise, it's, it's great because, you know, it's like, well, if I'm working on the song and I go, well, what would, what would this sound like if I imagine, you know, like David Coverdale singing it and then I think, well, just plug Dave into it. Boom. And there it is. It's such a good problem to have. 
Such a great problem. <laughs> Such a I great mean, problem to have, I'm telling you. And that's just awesome. Yeah. So, you know, we'll find out uh, <laughs> in another week or so. We'll be down in uh, <laughs> we'll be down in the studio with John Lowry uh, recording Dave's vocals. That's the that's the next step on our album. I have all the faith in the world in you, Dave. Oh, that's going to be amazing. It's going, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing the Sure. Are you guys at Immortal Fest this year? You guys are at Immortal Fest this year, right? Well, yes. I don't I think we are. Yeah. Yeah, I do believe yeah. you are as well. Are you um, coming? Yeah, I might have to make my way up there just now that I know that. Um, well, there's two of them, you know, there's uh the first one in July and then in, in August. Yeah, the first one in July is kind of for all the groups that were popular, kind of originated a little bit in the 90s and kind of alternative and, you know, different side of the musical spectrum. And then yeah. the second one is, you know, that's Headbangers Ball. Right. That's, I mean, we'll be so... at that one. Yeah, so you guys are in September. Yeah, uh, yeah, you guys are headlining that yeah. one. Yeah, we are kind of headlining, but there's not. It's not that there's. Uh, I don't know, Dave. Would you say there's really a headliner to me? It feels like, it feels like it's just everybody's there. Yeah, it feels to me like it's it's just having a church with a bunch of rock and rollers. Guys, to me, it's a beautiful experience. You know, um, yeah. we've been there twice, I think, right, Rex and. It's, you know, I, I don't know. I don't really get into the headlining thing because um, the message is is what's important. And, you know, all the musicians that are there are just, you know, beautiful people. And we all share the same message, you know, and it's and it's all about Jesus, yeah. you know. See, and that's, yeah. why so, I knew, so, that's why I knew that you guys resonated with me right there, because oh, I no, absolutely I hate labels and I hate not even right, but I hate titles. And I hate yeah. like when, when people put like even like within the church like and and please don't get offended by this but people are like have to put like I'm prophet so and so or bishop so and so yeah or like, we're the headliner right how about yeah. how about we just put yeah. in front of our name servant and let that be amen amen that's exactly yeah. what we're doing absolutely but yeah and God has blessed us to. God has blessed us to do it through music, you know, so it just doesn't get any better than that. Absolutely. Before uh, before we started the, this round two of the recording, I was asking, um, when, since you guys are, are literally one of the huge pioneers in the Christian rock metal genre that we know today, you guys are like one of the founding fathers, um, would be on the Mount Rushmore of Christian metal if there was a, a, a Rushmore of, of the genre. Yeah, but we guys... don't like titles. Right. Yeah. Well, that's not a title. That would be a trophy, Rex. <laughs> that, would be a, that would be a trophy. I didn't yeah. say anything about trophies. But um, um, did you guys find that you got a lot of pushback um, from the style of music you were playing as far as Christian rock, as uh, like us up-and-comers get today, as far as, well, that, that can't be, that can't, music can't be of Jesus because it's not our are three in the hymnal and it's not, it's not I'll fly away on a Sunday morning type deal. So did you guys get yeah. that same kind of resistance and pushback? Oh yeah. I could comment to that on various levels. First of all, in every generation, you ever notice how every generation of rockers comes out and says, man, 
rock and or every generation first thing people say is rock and roll is dead that's the first thing that comes out until there's always got to be some new band that comes along some singer or a song or some guitar hero or somebody oh, you mean like along. just you mean like justin bieber right <laughs> exactly yeah yeah uh i think he was going to be the new singer for van halen oh no yeah so um you know so every generation wants to say that rock is dead so that's the first thing that goes out the window because rock and roll is alive and well uh and we love the music and um you know dave and i came up together at the same time you know in different different situations you know i didn't know dave he didn't know me but we came up listening to the same music we have all had the same influences uh back in like 1977 78 uh i had a little christian music group on campus at uh university and we would travel around and believe me we were tame 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 and and uh nothing to get excited about but you know we got shut down we would play like our first set and then the pastor would shut us down and say you guys are not allowed to come back for your <laughs> second set because you know this is this is not right god's not in this blah 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 so yeah we did get some pushback and then when we started white cross um we really didn't get any pushback up until the point where we started getting um you know, when you gain notoriety on a national level, then, you know, once people have heard of you, then immediately, then you're a target. Then you're a convenient target. So we, you know, kind of when we started hitting the top of our popularity level, uh, then we there started being some weird magazine articles coming out like, oh, look at them. They don't even look like Christians. <laughs> it's like i didn't know that there was a a dress code for christians um yeah so we start yeah so we got like a little bit of pushback but mostly um it's just the ups and downs of being in a band and i'd say i'd say you know just uh we get pushback just just for being musicians um you know, there's 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 a lot of uh, regular, polite and civilized society does not does not appreciate uh, musicians and creatives who go against the rules or are actually reinventing the rules. Well, we're in luck you know? then because I've seen society nowadays and there's nothing civilized about it. So we might be yeah. on the verge of breakthrough. <laughs> Rock on. Rock Salt Musecast Experience with Aaron, Dave, Patrick, and Jermaine on a mission from God. You guys rock. Rock Salt Musecast Experience, Aaron and Dave. No Patrick. No Patrick. <laughs> no there Patrick. There we go. AD. There he is. In the oh, that'll go along with our audio problems and oh, other problems today. It's just been. Um, it's been a bang-up show, Dave. It's been a bang-up show, man. <laughs> In more way than one. Hey, on the like way someone took a sledgehammer to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but our uh, 
Rex and Dave were very, very uh, patient with us. Yep. And uh, so I'm glad everything uh, turned out. And uh, if, if you listen to the whole show, God bless you. Um, but it was great to have uh, w- one of the most iconic uh, metal bands in Christian music. Today. Yeah. And, and, and again, uh, Rex, big fan of Rex. What an amazing guitar player. Too. Yes, he is. And so I'm looking forward to all the new music they're going to put out. So, but on the way over here, I heard an iconic song, and I was thinking to myself, you know, there there are songs out there that if you if you hear them, uh, you think of a movie or or a show. And what popped up from my playlist was "Eye of the Tiger," and so you're thinking of Rocky right from the start. And I thought about what what other song, and then the the song I think it's called "But the Inks the Inks." In excess. In excess. I'm sorry. In excess. <laughs> we can laugh at me now. Um, uh, uh, from the uh, the Breakfast Club. Uh, um, what was that? What's that song, Dave? Uh, I, I I remembered it earlier. Oh, don't forget about me. That would be Simple Minds. Simple Minds. I'm sorry. Simple Minds. Uh, that and if you hear that song, you think of that movie. It's it's tied to the to that movie. The Breakfast that song. Club. Yeah, the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to connect to my uh, phone. Here we go. Oh, okay. Now we're connected. Okay. There we go. There we go. Yes. Some Eye yeah. of the Tiger. Yeah. So, uh, um, let's see. Let's see if you can. Uh, let's see if you can name some some uh, movies by by the songs. Well, we don't have the same. We have some of them same movie taste, but that's know, all right. All I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose some stuff that's pretty easy. You know, when you hear. Uh, 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 was it Christmas and Hollis or whatever uh, by Rum DMC? Uh-huh. I always think of Die Hard. So okay, it's, it's, yeah. it's in, that movie's in. All right, well then let's let's start, let's try this. I'm, I'll okay, keep, go I'll ahead. keep them easy. All right. See if you can name the movie. Okay. by the song. Okay, you can stop the music. Um, oh my gosh, something dance. I think. Yeah, flash dance. Flash dance. You yeah. got it. All yes. right. Um. This one's going to be super easy. Let's do this one. I, I have no idea. You sure about that? Yeah, I know the song. I have this. I know the song. Yeah, you so, probably haven't seen this movie. I'm no. Betting. No. That's fame. Okay. I have seen parts of that movie. Now, my wife would be like, she if she listens to this show, she'd be like, I actually will play her this segment, and she'll be like, "You didn't get that, yeah, right? Have I, have I, you know?" But she's more of the, she pulled me into the musical uh, type movies, um, musicals or musical type movies. Well, musicals, but I mean, again, there are uh, movies out there that have a lot of music in it, but I wouldn't consider them musicals. No, I I think uh, to qualify as a musical. Uh, they have to randomly break into song like in Greece. Yeah, Greece, Rent. Uh, you know, uh, Rent does that. Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, those are musicals. Uh, yeah. I think, I think a movie with a music-heavy soundtrack is great, but it's not a musical. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here, here, we'll try another one here. This one's a little harder. Yeah, I have no clue. Yeah. That's psychedelic first. Pretty in pink. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then again, my wife would be like, "You don't know that?" Yeah. Because she 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 watched that movie. I'm trying to think of another uh, 
Another good movie song. Well, when you um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, you just, I mean that's you, in a lot of movies. Yeah, but you th- there's only one movie you really think about. Wayne's that. World. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Because they're in the car, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and they start singing the song or lip syncing the song. Lip syncing the song. Oh, yeah. I got I got a good one for okay. you. I got a good one for you. Hang on, bear with me here. Okay. Easy. Oh yeah, Top Gun. <laughs> right. Danger Zone. Yeah. I mean, again. I, no, I could have made that. The, I could have made that a little more difficult. Oh, that's easy. Berlin. Okay. How they're about- on, they're on tour with somebody right now, and I asked my wife, "You want to go? Want to go see uh, Berlin? Berlin?" And well, they're like on the bottom. They're gonna play their three songs, yeah. w- including that one, um, and that's about it. And so, look, I, it was I, it was interesting when we saw Rick Springfield. Right before he came out to sing his iconic song, um, Jesse's Girl, mm-hmm. he had all these video clips playing on the screen behind, behind in the back of all the times Jesse's Girl was sung in, in a movie. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, or, that or was a cool. TV show. That was cool. That was cool. How he he spliced it all together and everything. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to tell you. I met Terry Nunn, the lead singer of Berlin, and she could not be nicer as a person. She's just a genuinely nice person and um, would love to meet her again. Love to and meet then her. there's that, uh, oh, that one song by Aerosmith that's in uh, Armageddon. They, uh, when I close my eyes. Uh, oh, I hate that song. <laughs> It's yeah, but it's such a horrible song. Oh, but it, it's it's so part of the movie though, and that's one of my wife. Yes, there it is. That's one of my wife's favorite movies. Uh-huh. You know the the part where Bruce Willis, you know the the uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Uh, that's that plays his daughter's boyfriend. I don't know because uh, I only saw this movie once. Oh, um, not Matt Damon, but his buddy uh, Ben Affleck. Oh, Ben Affleck. So he pushes yeah. Ben Affleck. George gets like the short straw. So he's got to go down there and and basically, uh, you know, save the, you know, save the world by, you know, by killing himself. Uh, and Bruce Willis instead just uh, pushes him off, goes down and locks the the door. And Ben Affleck's like, you know. Hey, what? You know, I'm supposed to do this. This is my honor. And and Bruce Willis looks at him, you know, one of those iconic moments uh, and says, just take care of my baby girl. And uh, so uh, it's a, sort of like that movie with uh, Roddy Roddy Piper when he goes, I came here to kick some butt and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum. One of those kind of moments <laughs> okay. in, a, in, a, in a song. And then there's other songs like, you know, being a huge Hulk Hogan fan like I was, you know, he would win and they would have already that song queued up. I'm American. So you, you, you every time I've heard that song on my playlist, you think of Hulk uh, taking on the world, uh, um, you know, taking on every wrestler on the planet and, and eventually winning. I am a real American. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, and you know, by the time he gets to the vocal part, the real vocal part, this part, 
you know, he's he's walking the ring to the crowd, doing the. He's the, got his hand to his ear. Yeah. yeah. You know. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we get Patrick to do this song. Do this song in his. You know, his he might. He you know what? Uh, I'll bet you that'll that'll be his next intro music. Is, oh, is the oh. stage will just go dark, and the next thing you hear is real American. <laughs> well, when I see him in August, I'm gonna say you 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 got to take the stage to real America. By the way, that's how I'd take the stage. Oh yeah. Oh, stage you go dark, real American starts playing. <laughs> And then midway through the song, boom, the yeah. stage lights up and yeah. you got just noise coming at you. But when we saw Fozzie, he opened with, uh, oh, the iconic uh, Journey song. Um, the iconic Journey song that you can't remember the name of. Yeah. Mm, okay. Don't Stop Believing. Yeah. There we go. Took yeah. me a little bit. I'm, I'm 53, Dave. I don't, you know, <laughs> the brain doesn't operate as fast. Oh, my gosh. The crowd was singing this song, and then he came out, you know, and then he closed with uh, the iconic ACDC song. Uh, um, uh, um, there's a couple of them, but right. um, I'm saying he closed with that. And, oh, the crowd was singing this song. This is how it come out, you know. This is how Kid Rock came out. He took yeah, the crowd right about that. Yeah, the, the crowd's singing it and it and it's all fired up. I'm gonna tell you something. Go ahead. I saw You better stop this before we get uh yeah, I canceled. Saw, I saw the band Hoobastank open uh-huh. up for Velvet Revolver. Okay. And uh, uh they're kind of funny. I mean they got serious music, but they're kind of funny on stage. Mm-hmm. And um like one time I saw them, they came out to the theme song of Three's Company, which was really cool. Um so, anyways, big concert. They're they start playing that song, and uh, everybody starts booing because it's a Velvet Revolver show. You know, we're all too cool. We're too we're too hard for uh, you know for some of this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So uh, he gets to uh, he gets to the part. I'm gonna find it. He gets to the part. He took the Right here. They stopped playing, and everybody sang out, anywhere. And he goes, see, I knew you guys knew that song. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember um first time I actually saw Seven Day Slumber, which we just saw again. This is the one that he closed with, correct? Uh, Fozzie? Uh, yes. You shook me all night long? Uh, no. Think, no? No. Uh, Or was it TNT? Uh, I think it was TNT. Yes. Yeah. Done dirt cheap. Oh, dirty deeds yeah. done dirt cheap. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, so, and, and so, I mean, again, the crowd was like, and and the great thing about that song is you could just keep playing the riff because he kept talking like you had a good time tonight, and there the crowd's like, yeah. There's a and, you know. Here's a secret about ACDC music. Okay. They're all once, the same. Yeah, once you got the riff, they're all it, the same. It, it's the same the entire song. Is that like ZZ Top? Uh, no, ZZ Top's a little more complex. Okay, but um, ACDC is a uh, not that that Angus is a bad guitar player. Like I mean, Green Day, a, they a, all play three chords. No, he plays a little more, but okay. um, it, it's all blues, blues music. Okay. I mean, it's all blues riffs. 
As long as it works. I don't care how um, you play one chord as long as it works. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, I just saw something about, you know, most pop songs are just four chords. Oh, it's because you keep playing this. And, and, and Fozzie was like, do you have a good time tonight? And it was like, yeah. Oh, oh. And he's like, you want us to come back? And he just kept talking let, let me tell you the whole something. thing, and then he went right into the song. Let me tell you something. I'm going to see if I can pull this off. It's been a long time since I've talked up a song and tried to hit a post. Okay. But this is a great DJ talk up the song, hit the post kind of song because it's got a nice intro to it that you can talk to like Fozzie did. So let me see if I can pull this off. Okay. All right. This rock salt premiere, folks. The first time he's ever done this. Yeah, man, it's rock salt premiere. Son of Gun, six oh one. ACDC, you know he got those dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Nowadays you're gonna need it, bro. <laughs> Money's tight. It's tight. I've got a yard sale going on for those dirty deeds. Signs out in my front yard. Yeah, man, it's rock salt. Hit it, Bond. Okay. Uh, All right, I talked on him a little bit, but I you, you get the gist of you, it. Good job. But the first time I saw Seven Day Slumber, they came out to uh, Mama Said Knock You Out, and they just had the lights going everywhere, and that song is playing. Everybody knows that song because uh, Mike Tyson came to that out to that song, and everybody watched Mike Tyson. That's for sure. And so, uh, Come and on, so. Man. Yeah, this was it. And then it's the lights go down to come out to. Yeah, it's, oh man, it's fantastic. And then right when they ended the song, they had the uh, fire shoot right here. Uh, you know, everybody was hyped. Yeah. Everybody's like, this is a rock show, not a rap show. I don't care what song you come out with. Yeah. If it hypes the crowd, it hypes the crowd. Yeah, it's a great song, too. It's sort of like if I was a manager of a beginning band, I was like, what cover are you doing during your set? I think uh, a, a, a band that's starting out. Or maybe only has one album. Uh, should cons always consider throwing a good cover in your set, just to connect to the audience. Because you got to realize a lot of people that are at that show might not know your music. And if you play even like in the air tonight from uh, Phil Collins, everybody's gonna be waiting for the. Yeah. Okay. And you've connected. Yeah. So uh, again. Uh uh, young bands out there, uh, or maybe not so well known bands, uh, do a cover of something. Yeah. You know, have fun with it too. Yeah. So, all right. Let's wrap it up here. Been a barn burner of a show, Dave. Been a barn burner, brother. Uh, happy trails, everybody. Happy trails.
how to save my soul. He taught me how to praise my God and still play rock and roll. The music may sound different, but the message is the same. It's just an instrument to praise his name. Yeah. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. 